Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. So uh, let's pick it, pick it up in 1 Samuel 30, verse 1. It says, Now it happened when David and his men came to Ziglag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south of Ziglag and attacked Ziglag and burned it with fire and had taken captive the women and those who were there uh, from small to great, and they did not kill anyone, but carried them away and went their way. So David and his men, when they came to the city, and there it was, burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters had been taken captive. And David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept, and they wept until uh, uh, they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives, uh, Ahinoam, the Jezreelite, and Abigail, the widow of Nabal, the Carmelite, Uh, had been taken captive. Now David was greatly distressed for the people spoke of stoning him because of the soul of all the people was grieved and every man for his son and daughter. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. I think it's important to be reminded from time to time that this earth is not heaven, right? That we live in a fallen world and it's inevitable that we're going to have some painful experiences. And in fact, Jesus said in John 16, 33, these things I have spoken to you that in me, you may have peace in the world. You'll have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So Jesus was saying, as we follow him, we can have peace, but there's going to be tribulation. There's going to be trials. There's going to be difficulties, but he wants to give us peace in the midst of that. And so today we're going to talk about how to encourage yourself. And, and I think this is uh, such an important uh, topic to talk about because David was in a low point in his life and he really needed encouragement. Now, sometimes we are in a crisis or in a tribulation or painful situation because somebody else has sinned and, you know, somebody else has hurt us or disappointed us or betrayed us or whatever. And David knows all about that because if you've been here with us, uh, for most of David's, uh, you know, life here, he has been hunted by Saul for 10 years. And, and Saul's sin was affecting David. Saul was rebelling against God. And so uh, Saul, you know, because of his sin, he, he was uh, after David. And so David experienced the consequences of somebody else's sin. But sometimes uh, we're in a bad situation. We go through a tribulation because of the enemy. And we know that David had the Philistines and, and they plagued David at different times. But sometimes, and what we're going to talk about today is sometimes our life is in a tribulation or things are disintegrating because of our own sin and our own rebellion to God. And that's where David is at today. For the last 16 months, David has been living outside God's will in enemy territory, living in Ziglag. David was living outside of the will of God and he was on the wrong side of the battle line. He's living in enemy camp. And whenever uh, you know, David is at the place where they ask him to go fight against God's people, uh, that really is, David has really drifted far from God's plan. And, and you know, David said, yeah, I'll go fight against God's people. And, and even the pagan Philistines said, what's David doing here? There in 1 Samuel 29, verse 4, it says, so the princes of the Philistines said to him, uh, make this fellow return. They're talking about David. Why is he going with us? That he may go back to the place where you have appointed for him and do not let him go down with us to battle, 
lest in the battle he become our adversary. So these Philistines were like, what if David turns on us? He says he's for us, but, and then in verse six, Achish the king called David and said to him, the lords do not favor you, therefore return now and go in peace that you may not displease the lords of the Philistines. So you just get this. Their greatest warrior was Goliath, and David killed him. <laughs> so I would be uh, hesitant to having the guy who killed our best warrior uh, pretend like he's on our side. And so they knew something was up, but, but David was ready to go to battle against his own country. And you know, when I think about that, I think that is so messed up, right? David was in a state of confusion. And, and you know, think in our country, there's people that seem like they're in battle against their own country. But whenever you go against God's people, you're on the wrong side of the enemy line, right? And the battle line. And, and so David takes all his 600 soldiers, so they're living in Ziglag, and he takes all of them and, and he goes out to battle. Now, he normally would leave some soldiers there to protect his family, but he leaves the women and children defenseless, and he'd never done that before. He always would leave some soldiers there. Why did he take all of his soldiers and not leave anyone? Well, because David is outside of the will of God. He's not seeking God. He's not doing what he's supposed to do. And now David begins to put his trust in the wrong place. David begins to trust in the walls of Ziglag. He thinks, oh, walls, yeah, they're going to protect me. And here's the thing. When you and I are deliberately outside the will of God, we can begin to put our trust in wrong things, right? And, and, and we can begin to put our family at risk because we put our trust in the wrong things. And that's what's happening with David. And that is his situation. And, and it's described in verse 1 when it says, Now it happened when David and his men came to Ziglag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south of Ziglag and attacked Ziglag and burned it with fire and had taken captive the women and those who were there from small to great and did not kill anyone. And I think that was God's divine intervention, protecting David even though he was outside the will of God, but carried them away uh, and went their way. And so David and his men came to the city, and there it was, burned with fire, and their wives, their sons, they, their daughters had been taken captive. So here David is at this place where he lost everything in life. His men, him, they've lost everything because they were outside of God's will. They were living in the enemy camp. They were trusting in the walls of the city. And now he loses his wife, his family, everything he owns. And the 600 men who were with him those were really David's own only friends he had because Saul had been hunting him for 10 years and they all now want to kill David, right? And so uh, when you put yourself in this situation, if you were to, uh, you know, try to walk in David's sandals at this point, what would you do if you came to a crisis like this? Would you be like we read a couple weeks ago when Moses said, kill me now, I can't take it anymore, right? Uh, what would you do, right? I mean, because we're going to find ourselves in situations that are difficult. And, you know, when everything is lost, just think of this. David, everything he'd worked for his entire life is gone, right? Everything, everything he owned, and he's probably around 30 or so. And, and to top that all off, he's lost everything, his family, everything he owns. And to top it off, it was all self-inflicted. It's because he made poor choices because he was in rebellion to God. Now, how would you react if you were in that situation? I mean, I mean, honestly, I just think, wow, that would be probably a very, very difficult situation to respond to. But look at what David does. I love it. It's my favorite, one of my favorite verses in the Bible. In verse 6, it says, David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Now, that is a remarkable statement that David could encourage himself in that kind of circumstance, right? I mean, this is like probably one of the lowest points in his life. And, you know, I just think about my own journey. And if I was in that situation, uh, would I be able to encourage myself? Or would I just say, just, God, kill me. I can't go on. <laughs> it's like, it's terrible. I can't take it anymore. And, and, and you think David encouraged himself. How did he do that? What does that look like? You know, how, how do we encourage ourselves when we find ourselves in those kind of difficult situations where it seems like there is no hope, there's no way out, right? And, 
and everything around us is falling apart. Everything's disintegrated. I think a couple things we want to learn from David, how he encouraged himself. Number one is that it involves more than an emotional response. Look at verse four. It says, then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. In other words, they wept and cried until they could cry no more. Their emotions were wrung out, right? They just had no more in them. They couldn't cry anymore. And this is a normal response, right? There's nothing wrong with weeping. Uh, it's not a sign of weakness. God gave us tear ducts. I mean, you know, weeping is a normal thing, but we need to do more than that. Now, some people, when they find crisis, that this kind of crisis in their life, that, that they stop at that, that emotional stage, but we need to go to the next step. We need to go past the emotional response, which is a normal part of life, to the spiritual response, because if we don't, we may end up like the men in verse six. Look what it says in verse six. Then David had... Uh, had great distress for the people had said to stone him for the soul of all the people had uh, been bitter, right? So, so they became bitter. They lost everything and they became bitter. And, and that is a real thing for people. When crisis comes, when difficulty comes, some people get bitter. And if we don't take the next step past the emotional response, then we can end up bitter. And that is not God's will for you or me. He does not want us to be bitter people because bitterness is dangerous, right? And, and it leads to murder. I mean, David's men, they got bitter and then they wanted to kill David. Bitterness is not something God wants in our lives. And, but it is a normal emotional response to pain and suffering, right? To get upset, to be angry. In our society, and, and I don't know if you understand this, but the, the Bible tells us that as a society rejects biblical truth and replaces it with subjective truth, more and more we're going to see angry, violent, bitter people who feel justified in their violence because they're taught to follow their feelings, that that's the most important thing. Now, if David's men followed their feelings, David would be dead, and that would have been the end of Israel, right? I mean, uh, but we know the Bible tells us that our feelings are a real thing, right? And we need to be, uh, uh, we need to tend to them, but we need to not stop there, right? I mean, we need to recognize that our feelings uh, can lead us astray and they can cause us to find ourselves in a place where we don't want to be. In fact, the Bible says in Ephesians 4.31, let all bitterness, wrath, anger, and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And so uh, the Bible tells us that bitterness is a root from which fruit comes like wrath and anger and evil speaking. So when people are speaking evil of, of others and angry, right, sometimes it's because of bitterness. And, and the Bible tells us we shouldn't allow a root of bitterness to grow in our hearts. And so we need to deal with it. David does not allow bitterness to control him. He doesn't allow his emotions to control his response to this terrible situation. And I think this is a very valuable truth for all of us. When we find ourselves in a very terrible situation where it seems there's no way out, that it's impossible, that it's just whatever, that don't allow your emotions to control everything, right? I mean, it's okay to weep, but, but then David takes the next step past the emotional level, and it says in verse 6, David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. And so this is what we need to do. We need to be able to go past that emotion and be able to go to the place where we encourage ourselves in the Lord. Now, that's the key part, in the Lord. David just didn't do it on his own. Well, how did David encourage himself in the Lord? Well, verse 8, it says, David inquired of the Lord. And, and David begins to do something that he had not been doing for a long time. He inquired of the Lord. And, and David had to humble himself, and he had to ask the Lord for help, right? David's been doing his own thing for, you know, all this time. And, and uh, you know, David, his life was uh, mostly troubled by other people, by Saul. Now, you know, David, almost all of his problems were, were from King Saul, 
because, you know, King Saul made poor choices and, and Saul uh, rejected God's will. Saul was living outside of God's will. All the while, Saul is God's chosen king. I mean, these are God's chosen people, Israel. And even though God chose Saul, he was not following God. He was not doing the right thing. And he didn't want David to be king, so he wanted to kill David. So that's been David's plight for quite a few years. And, you know, Saul's been trying to kill David, but now the tables are turned. David is standing there with his men wanting to kill him. Why? Because of David's disobedience to God. His men lost their wives, lost their children. They lost everything. Why? Because of David's disobedience. And I think that's a powerful lesson for all of us that our choices affect our family. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on The CW, Channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you, and may you have a great day. Today is the day you will.